From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to Startups of the Week, Season 2, Episode 9. I'm Wendy, and I'm with Alex. Hello. Coming up, we're talking about a company that can predict huge floods, why a corporate caterer is joining Square, and a gamer communication platform that is raising big money. Good morning, and welcome to Startups of the Week. I'm Wendy Lee, a tech reporter at the San Francisco Chronicle, and I'm joined by Alex Wilhelm from Countrace News. Hello. And so, Alex, uh, tell us a little bit about our show. Yeah, so as we do every week, we're looking for three companies that are based here in the Bay Area that are in the news, and we've kind of diced them up into categories. So we look for one company that had a very interesting recent funding round. Usually we look for bigger things like who raised a billion dollars or who made the most interesting deal. Uh, one acquisition of a Bay Area company, uh, trying to highlight kind of the M&A world. And then our wild card, if you will, is look for one company that's trending on Crunchbase that hasn't raised money recently and isn't um, as valuable. So kind of the under-the-radar, bubbling-up category. Yeah, and I've been uh, subbing for my coworker, Trisha Thadani, and I want to thank her who because she's back, which is awesome. Yeah, Trisha. And, uh, and she helped a lot with, uh, with this week's um, startups uh, Roundup. So thank you, Trisha. But also thanks to you for, uh, for taking the helm and leading this last couple of weeks. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I know. Well, you'll have to come around sometime. Well, the next time they send Trisha to India, we'll yeah. just sub you right back in. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a deal. Anyways, uh, what is our first company? Our first company is Jupiter Intel. It's a San Mateo-based startup. Um, it's raised $15 million. And what it does is it predicts the weather. That so that sounds a little little broad. Weather prediction is a big thing. Does it specialize in one area of the weather itself? Uh, yeah. So um, so for example, if a developer wants to build in a certain area and they're like, hey, you know, is this going to be underwater in like twenty years? Um, Jupiter <laughs> Intel can use this technology and they can um, figure out um, from like two hours from now to fifty years from now what um, whether that's going to be um, an area that might be in danger of a flood. So it's going to yeah. tell me, like, if you build the new condo building over there, in 10 years that may be underwater frequently due to climate change yeah. and flood patterns. Mm-hmm. And, and this is all very relevant because there was the recent um, hurricane down in Texas right. that really inundated, I think it was Houston. Yeah. And people were shocked that these 100-year hundred year floods, I think they're called, yeah. are becoming more and more common. And so maybe we're not as prepared as we should be to build. Right. Yeah. And so that's what this company um, aims to do. And uh, and so far they have a um, temperature prediction tool and a flooding prediction tool. And they're hoping to add um, earthquakes and wildfires. Those are very California. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. If yeah. we have two things, it's a lot of earthquakes and a lot of fires. Yeah. In fact, we have, we have too many, I think. Yeah. I'm kind of over. There's an earthquake Twitter bot. I know we're a little off topic, but okay. it tweets out every time there's like a small earthquake yeah. in California. It scares the pants off me. Yeah. There's a lot of 1.2s out there. Right. Yeah. No, my um, my husband um, covers earthquakes. And oh, no way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've been um, preparing our house to make sure that it's earthquake safe. Well, good. I have uh, six LaCroix and hot sauce in my apartment, so I'm obviously totally stacked up for the impending <laughs> apocalypse. Um, anyways, Jupiter is cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, this week's deal of the week is uh, Zesty, which was purchased 
by Square. And so you use Zesty, right? Yeah. So this is a yeah. kind of a, I don't know, a close to home acquisition for me because Zesty is the caterer that we use at Crunchbase. And now that I said that, I don't know if I was okay, if it was okay for me to say that. Um, I didn't think that through. Anyways, it's true. Zesty brings us lunch on a, on a regular basis. And um, I now know all the Zesty partners in the uh, SF area because I've eaten all of them. Um, but it's a cool way to let your company have food in the office without hiring your own chefs and having your own kitchens and that sort of thing. Um, and I pulled some notes for us. Okay. Zesty last raised in 2015, according to Crunchbase at least, when it raised its Series A, which was... I think about 15 million, yeah, 17 million. So that's a long time ago in venture terms. So I'm almost not surprised that they've uh, been acquired now. That yeah. makes sense in timing, timing sense. Mm -hmm, totally. So um, I guess where are some things that you order on Zessie? <laughs> uh, I don't know. My favorite is when they bring um, Italian food and uh, barbecue. Those are the best days. The worst day is sushi day because I don't actually eat fish. And oh, so okay. I just kind of look over there and I slink out of the office to go buy a burrito. Um, but this is not Square's first acquisition. In fact, right. they bought something else this week, I think. Uh -huh. What was that going on uh, there? Yeah, Weebly. And yeah, tell us about that. So yeah. Weebly, Wix, yeah. and Squarespace are kind of like the, the holy trinity of like easy to build website creation. And so it's funny to see Square bring in two very different companies, I feel, like kind of in the, in the same week. Um, yeah. trying to build their payment platform, I suppose. I don't quite get the competitive aspect of it, but you know, with Zesty inside the fold now, I wonder if they're going to be able to leverage Square's bigger um, network of companies to already use the product and mm -hmm. grow more quickly. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a surprise, but also they own Caviar. Yeah. And Caviar does food delivery. Right, yeah. Have you used Caviar? Um, I actually haven't, ah. but... I think yeah. I have once, so I'm okay. not, not uh, as read up as I should be. But anyways, I think this is cool. And Square has done very well in the public markets uh, over the last couple of years. Yeah. So they buy a lot of equity in the bank. They can kind of just dole out and buy more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the third one that we're talking about is Discord. And so yes. Discord is a uh, messaging tool um, used by gamers like yourself. I think I count as a gamer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I'll take that yeah. level. But you used to game too. You were yes, telling me before the show. And you yeah. played. Final Fantasy. And which, which one of the Final Fantasies was your favorite? Um, I don't know, maybe Final Fantasy ten. Okay. I think, yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't know them enough to actually vet that. Yeah. People, I, I'm sure, okay. will let us know okay. that's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's most of a single-player game, right? Yes, okay. yeah. So Discord, I think, if I understand correctly, is yeah. mostly aimed at games and gamers that are going to be in concert with one another. Yeah. So um, we all know that esports is blowing up and mm -hmm. team communication is huge. And Discord, yeah. I think, is best for games like League of Legends, um, Dota 2, that are teammates that involve a lot of communication so you can stay kind of in sync. Um, mm -hmm. In my experience, I've used Discord as a kind of a clan network for my PS4 group. Okay. Um, because Destiny has in-game chat if you care about the details. Um, but they raised a bunch of money. So how much money did they raise? Um, they raised $50 million, I That's believe. A lot. Yeah. And yep. they raised uh, how much total now? Uh, they raised $129.3 million, <laughs> which is, you know, which is a lot of money. That's, that's yeah. uh, like an eighth of a billion dollars. Yeah. I, I lose track sometimes of how much money we, we talk about on not just this show, but kind of in and around Silicon Valley. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, this is actually, I think, their second $50 million round. And if I recall the coverage correctly, I think they're now worth $1.6 or $1.65 mm -hmm. billion. Dollars. So, like, where do you see this going next, Alex? Well, it depends on how well yeah. they're doing on the subscription side. Because yeah. they do have a paid product, and they're incredibly popular. But also, one thing that I'm sure you know is gamers are notoriously fickle. And they're very yeah. high-maintenance customers because they have very high expectations for games and products and services because they're all techies in a way. Yeah. 
um, kind of like we are, actually, frankly. Yeah. And so, to me, they've done a great job capturing mind share. They've built a lot of market share. They probably have quickly growing revenues. But to grow into that valuation, they're going to have to not make a mistake and alienate their core community for not just 18 months, but 36 and 72. It's going to be a long run. But, you know, I mean, I so far, in my experience, they've been fine. Um, but I don't get called noob a lot. But I think uh-huh. that's a problem that some companies are running into about kind of content management or how people talk on these services. Yeah. Right, because they did have an issue with Discord um, in regards to the alt-right using Discord to talk to each other. When and, was that? Um, I, I want to say recently, yeah, recently. Yeah. But do, do you think they have a responsibility to to really manage communities, or should it mostly be a free form? Because if we expect yeah. them to, to moderate, like, this is the Facebook question, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that Facebook's lead will be followed by Discord and other companies in terms of how they approach speech control policies? Um, I, I think so. I mean, I guess the thing is that these tech companies kind of skirt a fine line because on one hand, they want to be a platform where people can freely share ideas, but then at the other hand, you know, they don't want to be grounds for hate speech or grounds for, you know, terrorist talk and things like that. Yeah. You don't want to be the hub of of the bad guys. Right. That's going to probably mess with your market positioning a little bit. And so, um, you know, I think companies like Discord and Facebook and YouTube, they're hoping to combine machine learning and AI with regular people to try to spot these things. But that's a lot easier said than done. Especially if you're yeah. smaller than Facebook. Because Facebook has 10 billion engineers, right? Some mm-hmm. huge numbers. They can probably devote a large chunk of our staff to solving the how to use AI, ML to approach speech. But if you're Discord, you're much smaller. Yeah. And so what portion of your staff do you carve off to work on this? But um, if you wanted more money to work on it, they just got 50 million more. So I think they should have the war chest needed, at least in the short term, right? Right, yeah. Well, I hope I get flamed less because mm-hmm. I'm not going to get any better at games, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, um, thank you so much for joining, um, joining Alex. It's been great working with you these last three Facebook Lives. That's true. It's been three yeah. now. Yeah, it's been Gosh, three. That went really fast. Yeah. But, well, um, I'll be back next week. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you'll be back soon after that. Right. And um, and next week, you know, Trisha will be here. But, you know, I'll be around. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can even sub in for me when I'm, uh, when I'm out of town. We'll call okay. it square. All right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com. And crunchbase.news. I'm Wendy Lee. And I'm Alex Wilhelm. And this is Startups of the Week.